Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast, and this is a special episode for me. Because uh, it's my mom. My mom is today's guest on the podcast. You know what? I never thought it was really a possibility uh, until we really kind of got some, some momentum with the podcast, and I was like, you know what? My mom is cool as shit, and I want everybody to know that. Um, I want uh, the, the, the many viewers and listeners we have around the world to, uh, to know that the, the reason this podcast exists is because of the woman you're about to listen to today. Um, you get some great stories from where she grew up in Ada, Oklahoma, uh, how she got involved with the produ- production of the Vagina Monologues, um, uh, the uh, first time she write, tried to write jokes for me as a kid, um, uh, supporting me uh, in my athletics, um, uh, and being a fat kid, and uh, it's just a really great episode. She's just a, an extraordinary woman, which you will hear about. She's funny, she's smart, um, and uh, and I love her to death, and I'm stoked that you guys get to meet her. Um, some quick information, of course, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Give it a five-star rating and review. That helps us climb the charts. Uh, also, tour date's coming up. Brad just finished his one-hour special, which we will hear about shortly. Of course, you can listen to Brad. He's now the new co-host of the Live 105 sh- uh, morning show up in San Francisco. Uh, so you can get that on the uh, uh, iHeartRadio app to listen to Brad live every morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Uh, I got some great shows coming up. I am going to be at the Irvine Improv on November 23rd at 10 o'clock. I'm going to be at the Lyric Theater November 10th. Very special show. Uh, I think that's tomorrow, actually. Um, and then, of course, uh, I'm going to be on the Adam Carolla podcast on November 25th. Uh, so check that out. That'll air on the 26th. And on November 27th at 8 o'clock, I'm headlining the Hollywood Improv with some very special guests, uh, celebrity guest friends of mine. They're going to come. It's going to be half stand-up, half improvised singing uh, with a pianist that I'm bringing in. And, uh, and there's going to be some surprises at the end that you, you don't want to miss. So get your tickets at, uh, at improv.com, November 27th at 8 o'clock uh, for all that information. Uh, of course, you can pick up my uh, album, Pop-Tart Suicide, on my website, adamraytv.com. Uh, and uh, Brad, of course, uh, has his CDs, Hi-Ho, and uh, all of his, uh, his merch on his site, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Brad will be at Cobb's Comedy Club November 1st at 7.30 and 9.45. Those are his next tour dates coming up because, of course, he's doing the radio show now, so he's got to take a little break. Uh, that's all the information. Those are the tour dates. Those are the radio show morning times. Uh, And now, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and listen to a very special About Last Night podcast episode live from my home in Seattle, Washington with my mama. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and... It's funny when you meet uh, parents of either your friends or other people and you go, oh yeah, that's exactly where they get it from. Yeah. How it, mu- it, it's it, it's what totally hilarious. What my mom do you think that I've gotten? Uh, well, uh, well, obviously her good looks. 
Thank you. Obviously. Oh, I mean, cause, cause, because I knew you were a smart man. I'm, I'm a very intelligent individual, <laughs> and uh, Adam has striking feminine features. <laughs> oh, that, good. Oh, uh, good. This just, is good. And uh, his, uh, his, his sense of style. Since uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at you right now, and I see I see the glasses. Yeah. Oh, oh, very yeah. cool glasses. Well, I've okay. got my mom's uh, eyes that have gone in the back, and nor arthritis yet, though. Okay. It's probably gonna come, right? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a gift that keeps on giving. You know? <laughs> well, she said that because my grandma had a bad <clears throat> back and hips, and I've got pretty not. <laughs> not great. <laughs> not my hips are. You wouldn't categorize them as awesome hips. <laughs> well, awesome uh, hips. I, wasn't that your nickname in high school? Awesome, awesome hips. Awesome <laughs> hips. Yeah. yeah, it was because I did a killer Ricky Martin impression. <laughs> as as you do. I, were you ever there for that in high school when I did the Ricky Martin thing? Um, no, probably. Well, not. you know, the memory just isn't there for every <laughs> event. No, no, but it is. Though. But you know, you, if you remember, I was there. You can tell me if I had a good time or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you were there. You had, you had a great time. I had a great time. You said, uh, you <laughs> and that said, was clever. You, you were everything. very clever. You okay. said after the performance okay. that Adam is your favorite child. Oh, uh, oh, good. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> no, but it, was a, it was a thing in high school where it was our junior year, and we had, it was an assembly, and it was like every class had to do a skit for the homecoming assembly. Mm-hmm. And so as a part of our skit, somehow, it was when Ricky Martin was really popular, by the way. Right. Living I think local. I remember you practicing down in the bedroom. Oh, oh boy. Ricky I want Martin. these stories. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, he was I, known for the... Yeah. During living La Vida Loca, he right. would shake his hips aggressively. Yeah, and yeah. Go crazy. I thought it was a seizure, but evidently it was. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Ray coming with yeah. jokes. Yeah. No, she's being serious. But I evidently it. it was a, it was um, uh, stage worthy. Yes. So now, yeah. so I did that, and people yeah. went uh, uh, crazy, and that was the only time I think a Ricky Martin hip shake was relevant. <laughs> that like two month period, because if we remember, living La Vida Loca was. Wait, so did you do that? So, because in front of the whole school at the assembly, I was Ricky Martin, and apparently the hip shakes, our whole thing was that like some evil person stole our class's spirit. Oh, boy. So Ricky Martin and I did the hip shakes, and it like defeated the (laughs) (laughs) evil villain. And we got Uh, Adam Murray killing evildoers with his pelvis. Yeah. Yeah. Since 1998. Yeah. And that's where the nickname Awesome Hips came. <laughs> it, no, it's so funny you bring that up because uh, when I was in eighth grade, I did an eighth grade talent show. And I also did Ricky Martin's Live in La Vida Loca. Well, can I be honest? That would be way better to watch. Well, you know, it was okay. Who's got the fastest hips? Uh, ooh. I, I don't oh, want to know. I, I, saw, I that saw that show. video. I saw that <laughs> dancing video. Of Brad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was very impressive, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I have a question for you. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know if I call you Mama Ray, Mama Cox. Or Carolyn or call or you? Puddin. Ca- Carolyn Puddin? Yeah. Puddin. I've, I've explained Puddin. on the podcast the, the name uh, change, but maybe you can tell people... Well, mm-hmm. I used to talk like this. Mm-hmm. I used to say, hello, my name is uh, Puddin Brown. I'm from Ada, Oklahoma. How are you? <laughs> you're, wait, and, you're from uh, Ada, Oklahoma? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. The, the girl that broke my heart was, it was from Ada, Oklahoma. I've been what? to Ada multiple times. What? Do you know the prices? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I uh, I know a Cliff Price I played tennis with. But, really? Uh, I don't know. Are there are other prices. That are, are we there. secretly brothers, Adam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh my god! What happened? Awesome. This, this is like a Maury Povich moment. <laughs> you are yeah, actually yeah, brothers. Bring yeah, out right. the prices. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, there's the, the prices. Who knew? Oh, you're from, so you're from so you're from Ada. How right. much the population of Ada? And uh, well. Ten. Uh, <laughs> no, it's about fifteen thousand. Okay, uh, I think it still has fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. and actually, it's a pretty cool deal because it's the county seat of Pontotoc County. Well, and we I mean, used to call it. Jenny Glockman's dad used to say, "We're from Ada It." What's Ada It? By the way, let me just stop. That's a Indian very- Indian Territory. Oh, Indian Territory. That's a very. Uh, small midwest town thing to do by the way is mm-hmm. to tell a story and quote somebody that we don't know who well that i know who is but you don't but right. you don't stop to say who that person is no I, I, absolutely not jenny gluckman's dad and i know who jenny is but but I, jenny gluckman and i went to kindergarten together yeah. no kidding yeah and she was just here been, that they every year they go on a trip together or get together for like mm-hmm. a week and mm-hmm. best friends since kindergarten That's kindergarten right. Yeah. That is insane. If, if you want to hold on a minute, I'll bring you our graduation picture. Ooh, wow. I may have to see that That's after a post-podcast this. experience. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hold right, on so. to your heads. <laughs> so, so Puddin. Yeah. Uh, wh- now, when Adam's growing up, because the nickname, we got to get to the name though. Where's oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, come from? Yeah. Oh right, right. Well, my daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they saw this little uh, baby and down south, they go, oh, you cute little plunkin, cute little puddin'. Mm-hmm. And they named me Carolyn. Um, I don't think they were ever too thrilled with that. And I don't know where that name came from. So puddin' just stuck. Puddin' just stuck. Okay. Yeah, because the... Uh because the just uh, Neil Diamond song "Sweet Sweet Caroline" hadn't come out yet, so oh, so. oh, that's um, uh, my first husband used to sing that to me. Sweet Caroline, Sweet Caroline. Oh, well, there, yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. Now, your dad, your dad. Now Adam's always gonna have a special place in his heart for that song. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was when we were in the Navy up in New Jersey. Well, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Now. W- the, uh, you will notice that during the Vietnam era, mm-hmm. we did such a good job because there were no attacks on the South Jersey Shore. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well yeah, done. I just want to mention Jersey, that. Yeah. The situation's over excessive amount of cologne. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> years later, all the Jersey Shore other was than attacked that. in different ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were the presence of Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, when Adam's growing up, did you. Did you encourage him to get involved in the arts, or did he show signs of uh, in, of interest other than shape, shaking his hips in your basement? Uh, <laughs> was were were there? Yeah, what were the first signs? Of, yeah, of of Adam being like either. Well, in the when arts or- when Adam was just a little shaver, he <laughs> a um, little shaver, a little shaver, he um, or a little nudnik, he. Um, <laughs> He had great dreams. Uh-huh. And his two main goals, he was either going to be the ice cream man. <laughs> I think that's still um, one of his goals. <laughs> yeah. Or, or and this is from grade school, uh-huh. or a stand-up comedian. Really? I swear to God. Now, and so he uh, he was always uh, entertaining the classrooms and... Um, uh, he had people laughing. In, I remember, but his school, first claimed. Would, oh, oh, you did in preschool. I just remember I would like dress up a lot and like always. I I love to pretend. So it was like in in preschool they had like a, a treasure chest full of like hats and coats, mm-hmm. and I always thought it was so cool to put them on and pretend to be somebody. 
And, oh, and yeah. so and so and the other kids weren't as in, there were only a few that were into it. So like I'd put on a hat and a coat and be like, I'm the president of the apple tree fucking I don't know, the <laughs> apple tree you know, association. Like we've sure. got we need to get these apples and the whatever and other kids would put on the hats and be like, Yeah, no, I mean I guess it's uh so wait, so do we so do we work the apple farm or where do we work? <laughs> it was just like they, they wouldn't yes and they anything. didn't get it right. yeah. they yeah. didn't know the first rules of improv yeah, <laughs> yeah. little bastards but, but his real claim to fame was in the fifth grade okay well, this is where we get all James Liftony okay in tell, the fifth grade okay, tell us tell us what happened with Adam Ray wait well, he in was the, in a in, show in, in, the fifth, in fifth grade, grade. What? the Wizard of Oz the, the Cowardly Lion the Cowardly Lion <laughs> and he watched The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. many times and he came across on as stage. on stage on stage as a mini me of Burt Lar Burt Lar is the real actor is, is yeah, the yeah, real yeah. actor that played The Cowardly Lion and mm-hmm. he sounded just like him uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, and he was in his element and I still remember the stage at the Lake Forest Park Elementary School mm-hmm. where well, he's playing by. oh you just and drove Brad by goes, Brad that was my elementary school he goes he goes do they have it like uh, you know do they have it roped off the uh, desk that Fat Adam broke <laughs> And I said, I don't think it's so famous that they actually do. Well, like, they, it, anyway. you know, the costume was was, was roomy. It was, was, you know, was a snug. And then wow. we painted on this amazing lion face yeah. on his face. And did, and did he sang and did you he danced. And yeah, you did some of the makeup. I did some of the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, always, I'm always a theater grunt. Yeah. So, so you like the theater growing sets up? Painting sets and. Okay. Did you do theater growing up? Um, whenever there was a chance to be on stage at Ada Junior High or Ada High School, I would be there. And when I went to college, I thought about being a theater major because I really, I just, that's what I always loved. And I remember my daddy one day, it's amazing how, what parents will tell you and Mm -hmm. what weight it will carry, you Mm -hmm. know, without them knowing it, of course. And I just worshiped my daddy and he said, oh, well, you'll be able to get a a job after that. (laughs) And I went. Oh crap! Like <laughs> <laughs> not discouraging. No, no, he wasn't discouraging. He was actually just asking because to think realistic. He thought, you know, but you can't if you're going to do this profession. And, and so mm-hmm. I went, oh, I don't think that I'll probably be able to get a job. So well, I went into the very profitable field of sociology. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, usually when I'm you sure get the, a degree sure in that... The, the homes of Lake Washington are lined with mansions of the famous sociologists yeah, yeah. of our no, time. No, usually the sociologists <laughs> are saying, may I take your order, please? And, uh, <laughs> She's coming with her jokes! <laughs> Late Night of the Improv yeah. with your headliner, yeah. Putin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been living vicariously through Adam. Wait. So, what about that Cowardly Lion performance? What? Because you still talk about it, and like, uh, I just I think, think it's joking, one of his best performances. And if you, what, and, you so, and I, she's seen the heat. She has seen the heat. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But I still go back to the Cowardly Lion. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And let me ask yeah. though, because as a parent, because we've all seen shitty kid plays, mm-hmm. and a lot of those kids in the, and I've seen look looked. I've gone back to the tape uh, <laughs> of the Wizard of Oz. And do you have kids, that? Did you yeah. steal that tape? Anyway, I brought it down to L.A. because there's a lot of stuff that my mom. You did a want. She goes, me? she goes, don't take it with you. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? So it can sit in this box on top of the shelf for another Dad, 25 years? Dad, <laughs> you took it? 
I'm taking it. I'm going to put it on a, on a DVD or a, a, a file for you. I'll upload it to YouTube, the whole performance. Now now, now I know you are from there Oklahoma because, or at least, or at least from the South because you say dad gummit. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the descendant. Well, I, I think it would probably yeah. be, um, it wouldn't be fitting if Mother just started uh, cursing <laughs> on the radio show. You can, you can so. say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, you do curse. Uh, it, yeah. It's funny because uh, uh, my mom's from Georgia. Uh, she, she, she's from the South as well. And uh, she says, "Dad, gummit." Oh, so, she does. Yeah. Oh, I would get along famously with. Oh, her you would get. You would, would now. Yes. Dad, gummit is is like sports for guys. If they, yeah. if they say it, they bond immediately. <laughs> They're best of friends. Uh, it, <laughs> what, what's funny is that when my mom was growing up in the South, uh, she then moved to Southern California, but uh, she was always told uh, by her father that the South had actually won the Civil War. <laughs> she was told that. So then when she moved out to Southern California, it happened to be like the week that they were learning about the Civil War. And they said, uh, now uh, we have a new student, uh, Mary Susan. Uh, Mary Susan, now do you know who won the Civil War? And she stood up proudly on her first day of school and went, the South. Oh, my <laughs> And all the kids God. just looked at her like, oh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get her a helmet. Now, um, so you grew up in... Eight Oklahoma, right? And then, and then uh, I went away to school to Tulane and New Orleans. Okay, and uh, yeah, and uh, I started college, and I started my weekends about Wednesday. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> goes to the grindstone. Right, Wednesday, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple of girlfriends and I did it that way, and we we almost didn't make it. We were on probation for a semester, and then we kind of got the fear of God put back in us. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents would um, talk to me. We talked every Sunday, and they would say, well, now, Puddin', how are you doing? Is everything going all right? And I go, I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> and that's all I could say. But then I got back on top of it, and I did real well. So they had no idea and- of your partying habits for a little bit. Uh, ever. No. I mean, you know, they're not with us any longer, and if they're listening, they're probably not. I, I, this is not the first time I've said that. So <laughs> I'm sure they... Um, uh, no, they didn't know. What were the parties like at Tulane in whatever year that was? Uh, well, I mean, you know, a small-town girl goes to the big city. Yeah. And um, if in New Orleans, if you were just... If you could get your hand on the counter to put your money down, you could get a drink. Wow. And when well, now you... I'm out. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. I'm 30. I still can't get served. Are you kidding me? I'm just sitting there like, you see four fingers dancing over the top of the counter. Like, if, you, if you can jump and see over the counter. <laughs> well, I went, I went to um, um, uh, have a, a hurricane. Yeah, at uh, Pat O'Brien's. I just had one down. Yeah, yeah. Time. And so um, I thought it tasted like Kool-Aid, right? Mm-hmm. And I was going out with this cute boy for the first time, and I thought, oh, God, and I'm nervous. I'm going, yeah, okay, I can do this. And after downing the second hurricane. <laughs> whoa, good whoa, night. Uh, yeah. yeah, good night. <laughs> there it, it is. It was, and I thought, okay, well, this is starting out well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know my college courage. education. Yeah. Um, Adam had mentioned to me that uh, your parents have quite the story in terms of either how they ended up in Ada or how they met or uh, what, what was their thing that you're trying to explain to me, Adam? Uh, well, uh, when um, um, my grandpa, uh, I never got to meet uh, either grandpa, mm-hmm. but Abe Pollock was a merchant in Ada. And uh, and they owned 
um, I think, stores in a few other little towns as well. So uh, Abe had the B'nai B'rith meetings there, and Sonia Brown, my, my grandmother, would come down from wherever she was living, Tulsa, whatever, and they have the B'nai B'rith meetings there, and she was going, I've got a son, I should bring him to meet your daughter, Sylvia. Mm-hmm. My my son, Adolf, who my father hated that name. What a name. Because, yeah, <laughs> I know, he said, you, can, you know, my aunt... Um, um, well, this was about what time that uh, in the forties? Wow, timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be 40s. like um, <clears throat> uh, you know, the, the, um, naming your son. Um, this is my son, Char- Charles Manson Bieber Williams. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. There you go. Timing. You go. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so Sylvia, my mother says, "Oh yeah, right. I'm going to meet this guy or whatever." So yeah. they brought mm-hmm. Adolf over to the next meeting, and mother made herself scarce, and she didn't show up. And uh, so then her mother told her, well, Esther told mother. He's really good looking. My father looked like a good looking Tyrone Power. He was. And, and, and that's a movie star. He was a oh, hunk. Okay. So you guys don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. Compared well, to a modern And you're list, you're list, like George Clooney. There you go. Okay. There you okay. go. Okay. Like, so he was gorgeous. Because when you think Clooney, you think Adolf. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah, well, well did. there's a new. A new that yeah, must be right. why grandma's always told me how Clooney was her favorite actor. Oh, a reminder of grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. Wow. There you go. She, anyway, she goes. And one day she goes. She goes. Clooney be my favorite until you become famous. Wow. Is that what she said? Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then I was like, Well, Grandma, in about ten years, I'm going to guest star on According to Jim and make all your dreams come true. <laughs> right. That's, that's exactly what happened. She was like, you've, is, you've made you've made it, grandson. Yeah. 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 yeah they don't sell according. To, Congratulations, you were on According to Jim cards in Hallmark. They really should. Oh, yeah, yeah or, or the shirts are like, my son's on According to Jim, or was on. <laughs> right, was on, yeah. And all yeah. I got was this fucking T-shirt, whatever, you know, those things. Yeah. Perfect. Well, last time I was uh, down in... You were uh, there, though, when I booked that job. That was, she was a good I job. know, I know. Yeah. I was sitting in the car. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wasn't allowed on the premises. I just sat she in the car while I went into audition. she was going to make me nervous. You drove him to the audition? Uh, she was no, I was LA. just in. Like I was in. I was living in. I went to, um, and then okay. afterwards we went over to Robbie's house. Yeah. Remember? And you got a call from your agent yeah, while yeah. we were at Robbie's house, saying that I got the job. My girlfriend Robbie, my first mm-hmm. TV job. And this is why I didn't want to bring her to the audition. And this is a great example because uh, when we went to the premiere of The Heat in New York, and oh, I brought yeah. her down the red carpet because why not? <clears throat> she. She made me. I should. That's the least I can do. And so we're walking on the red carpet, and we're standing. That's very and, sweet. And we're taking pictures. It was sweet. And we're taking pictures, and uh, and people were kind of like, oh, and they're looking at me, being like, "Is that? Is, did this guy just wander onto the carpet? Can we take his picture?" And yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm in the movie. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Melissa and Sandra show up behind me, and then we're just hanging in the back, just soaking it up and like looking at all the, you know, the the, the bank of photographers. Yeah, it's just and incredible. Lights, incredible. And the people uh, interviewing, and it was and the shift amazing from me versus Sandra was incredible. Sure. And it was just like, you know, it was like, snap, snap, like, hey, Sandra Bullock's here. Right, Boy, and she looked awesome. She looked incredible. And then my mom, she goes, she goes, go stand behind Sandra. I go, what? It's on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. This, is like, this is the same woman who tells me to put on nine coats when I leave the house, who has, who has chased me down the street at 7 a.m. when I'm going to school uh, in her pajamas with my lunch that I forgot. And uh, I tried to stop you this morning to give you some water, and you ignored me. I saw you ignoring me. Yeah, I did. That never stopped yeah, me. Never with stopped. a smile on your face. You didn't look at yeah, me. Yeah. Well, so, then I'm, so I'm getting... Uh, so she's like, stand behind Sandra, because... 
Uh, and I go, what? And she's like, because then the interviewers will be like, who's that guy lurking behind Sandra Bullock? Maybe he's in the movie. Oh, I think he is. Let's go talk to him. I'm yeah. like, So no I kept pushing him to go stand by Sandra. Photobombing an Oscar winner. Hey, Sandra, who's that creep behind you? But then, you know, quite honestly, what would happen is, yeah, she probably would have turned around and had some banter with me because mm-hmm. she's a pro. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have gotten on somehow. So... You know, looking your mother back, always terrible, knows best. Looking back, it's not a terrible. No, idea. no yeah, right, not, right, right. Like, just play it safe. Now, wait a minute. And so then, what happened is like one of your agents went over to kind of talk to some of the people that were interviewing or whatever, and he also yeah, he was he like, told, hey, "There's like pop dot com wants to interview you." I'm like, "Oh God!" Let's no, just, let's no, but he told he told some one of the guys <laughs> is dump. that uh, yeah, that's Adam Ray and that's his mom with him. Then mm-hmm. the then the flashes started. Well, obviously, and we got and we, we got. We, on, we yeah. did, and well, we got online somewhere. Yeah, I mean, a, 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 that's a great story, and B, uh, that, of course, they waited to take pictures until you showed up because they needed some eye candy. Whoa. So they, you hit on my mom? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. am I? <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. no he right. needs his eyes checked. No. <laughs> uh, wait, okay, so Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, grandma turns down the meat. Oh, oh! Grandma turns down the meat, and mm-hmm. so then Esther tells her, uh, "Sylvia, you should. He's so good looking. You should have been her." So the next Benebrith meeting, they uh, they told Sonia to bring Adolf back, and Mother was there, and mm-hmm. they met. And my daddy just thought she was, you know. The bees need the, the, the cat's pajamas. Sliced bread, as they used to say. <laughs> Is there an Ada, Oklahoma <clears throat> cat's pajamas? Because you guys have a lot of sayings. Yeah. Like, what's the. Uh, chili today, hot tamale. <laughs> what's the weather? That's chili today, ju- hot tamale? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's a joke with no. No meaning. Yeah, I always love that one. Oh, oh, but here's another one I really love. Mm-hmm. When you get really mad, mm-hmm. oh, he really fries my bacon. He fries my bacon. See, that's, that's, that's yeah. Nowadays, it's uh, that guy's a son of a bitch. <laughs> like, there's a, like, you know, there's a, yeah. that's a, that's the, that was a much cleaner version of it. Yeah, exactly. That guy really fries my bacon. Oh, that, oh, that guy over there, he cut me off on the road in his Model T. He yeah. really fries yeah, my bacon. We should try yeah. to bring that back. Uh, yeah. I think, I, I think or I might. Grinds my gears. Yeah, but that, but see, oh. fries my bacon sounds like a compliment because if you told me, yeah. hey, that woman really fries your bacon, be like, does she? Yeah. Is it available in the morning? Bacon's delicious. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'll put Especially a ring on that. Tried, yeah. yeah. I'll put a ring on that. No problem. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so, so anyway, my mother went away to college. Yeah. And my daddy um, went to war and mm-hmm. kept writing. And I've got a diary oh, where really? he, uh, of my mother, during this time when he was overseas. And what he war? would write uh, World War II. World War II, okay. World War II. And, uh, God, every war. That would even make me... Wow, so, like, there's a guy named Adolf older. fighting the Nazis. Yeah. That, that yeah. had to be a trip. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And actually, he was in New Guinea in the Philippines. But, okay. um, uh he um uh so he would just you know write her all these wonderful things and mm-hmm. mother would be going out to parties with this one and that one and whatever and one time um my daddy cuz you have to come back to the dorm you know it was all very very proper back sure, then sure and um uh you know no, no fooling around and whatever. And so everybody was very proper. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time when my no dad knew my mother was going out, 
uh, and her date brought her back in, and uh, there was always a letter waiting from Adolf, so that when the guy would go and help her and she'd check in to see if there's any mail or anything waiting for her, there'd be something there from another guy. Oh, well done, Adolf. Yeah, yeah. Which Adolf is a sentence smooth. I've never yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> I've he never was. thought I'd say, like, wow, Adolf, he's got a good head on yeah, his head, well, Adolf. But he did go by Dolph. Okay, yeah. there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. much cooler. So, it, much, much cooler. Yeah, it go by Dolph. Dolph, like Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Ford. Yeah. I don't know why I did that accent. He was a real straight... And, and my dad... Uh, I used to say about my dad that to him no one was a stranger. Mm-hmm. He was just that's where you get that a good guy. Yeah, Putin is known as being the, uh, and I think that's where I get a lot of my uh, socialness from. Is that you know everybody who hangs out with my mom loves to hang out with her mm-hmm. and says she's the life of the party. And because mm-hmm. you're because you make people feel good because you gab with that's everybody. the way daddy was. Yeah, that's how grandpa was, and I yeah. got to see that a little bit uh, until he called me out for my eating habits one uh, <laughs> dinner and I saw the sternness in him when I was going back for I think like a third or fourth plate at some point and maybe at Thanksgiving and he was just like he goes you know I go uh, he goes well you went going back for thirds huh I go yeah there's just so much food we can't let it go to waste he goes well maybe sometimes you you don't go back for seconds he didn't like you know discourage me from doing it but just mm-hmm. was like oh here's something to think about yeah here's maybe some yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. how about some thoughts for food yeah maybe uh place those food yeah. with thoughts yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, well i mean he he didn't realize the greatness of quick fat at that at, yeah, at, yeah. at that exact moment also and then it was uh him saying before my bar mitzvah he was like and that was a real kicker which i'm glad he did say he was like you know you you have to wear a suit you can't wear sweatpants and I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. All right. And boy, you, you got... Those hammer pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The oh, there were hammer pants in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. You wore those. I know. And you, and you let that happen? You let that happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put, well, I made you wear you? a bird suit in the first grade. Oh, the so. second grade. Oh, oh, second grade. For right. Halloween. Yeah, I found it at Value Village. I found uh, uh, like, you know. uh, a, a, a uh, it was actually a homemade um, uh, Halloween costume, and I thought it was very cute. It was a purple and, bird. It, and it was it was a bird, and it was kind of a bird hat, so that you didn't see anything but his eyes, and there was just this big bill. So it was a big beak. The hat was a beak <laughs> and eyes, and bread. It was yellow, orange, and purple. How old were you? Nine. Nine? No, no, no. It was second grade, so ten. No, second grade is seven. Oh. (laughs) Seven. So you have to parade. By the way, all the other kids are ninjas. Yeah. Or 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 nothing or, or, or mummies or, or Dracula mummies or, thank you something, yeah, something like that. that's like a standard or that's scary and then here comes this seven year old fucking <laughs> and he's tall he's the tallest oh my god and I'm just in this bird outfit and yeah. by the way they make so we're in second grade they make the first second third and fourth graders parade, parade through the fifth and sixth through grade all the fixes, yeah. oh it's, that can't go wrong yeah we're in second grade sixth graders seem like they're like in their forties yeah. So They're huge. We're, we're going through this class, <clears throat> and my sister's in fifth grade, and we're parading through. And all I remember, I'll never forget. Thank God I was wearing that beak. I pulled it down so low. I, I could see them, but I was like, don't let them know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> all I could see was people looking and laughing. There was all these cool ninjas and girls were princesses. Yeah. I upstaged everybody. Everyone was like, who the fuck is that bird? We've never seen a bird. Why would you be that bird? Who is that bird? Right. Even the teachers were like, who the fuck is that? Everyone's talking to each other. All I hear is murmuring. I just yeah. like, is that, is that Bo? Is that Jake? Is that Brian? Is that yeah. who is that? And then we get out to recess, and I would always say, like, 
everyone was playing like cowboys and Indians and ninjas, and they were mm-hmm. like, you know, and they were like, I was like, hey, can I play? They're like, hey, go sit in that tree and be on lookout. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, go over there and play. Keep the eggs warm. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's a great, it's a great game. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, until you've told me these last couple of years that the bird, you know, you had an so impact on you. Choice. I. I just thought it was so well made, and it was. <laughs> so all you future mothers yeah. out there listening, yeah, oh, yeah. don't be the bird. Don't pick the costume. <laughs> Let the costume pick you. Yeah, oh, there right, you go. Right, I'm, right. I'm pretty sure James Lipton said, James said that. Said that. Yeah. yeah, why not? Uh, but that's that was. You know what though? That's you also helped me write my. Um, uh, my speech. That was the first taste of. I think performing before the Cowardly Lion was in fifth grade. I ran for uh, treasurer. Okay. At elementary school, and my mom. I, yeah, because I should help me write my speech. Because when you're thinking about who should be in charge of the money, everyone says, "Well, obviously the <laughs> the, the, lion. the no. fourth grade Jew, the fourth grade Jew, yeah, oh, the fourth grade Jew, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. me or Eve Alexander, yeah, oh, perfect." And so and so we go. Um, so she goes, all right, you need to make it. I was like, I want to make it funny. It's got to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. which, by the way, like even at that age, like you're just like, I got it. funny's going to win here because I was going it up all, against it. Always did the, the the really popular cute girl in school, and right. uh, and so my mom had me say my opening line. I'll never forget it because it, it opened to crickets. It was the first time I bombed on stage. I go, if you guys vote for me. I'll make it so that we can have ice cream every day. And you hear everyone go like, because <gasps> yeah. kids don't know that's not right. possible. And yeah. then I go, not. <laughs> my timing was incredible because the fucking gasp. Even I heard a principal in the back be like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, that's bullshit. Like, even, the, even the teachers were like, Is, can you really do that? Can, yeah, can this no. fourth grader, oh, oh, come man. on. This fourth, this fourth grader promised us ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you realize what I have to go through every day and, yeah. uh, on a teacher's salary? Yeah. And you're dangling yeah. Rocky Road in front of me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, good for you. Just crickets. Oh, well, I mean. But you know that that that's important though, because then you bomb. At, yeah. at, in terms of your life as a comedian, you a bomb at first, and you're like, okay, now I got to do also, better. Also, it really gave me thick skin because I bombed in front of the whole school. Yeah. No kid has <laughs> no kid should wish that upon any other kid. I no. bombed in the fifth grade, so now. And, and your mother helped. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, in a weird way, mom, you set me up for like my career because yeah. they want to do the failure. Cow- yeah. But no. But then, but the cow. But not to be afraid of it, because then I did the cowardly line, and I was so comfortable on stage because I was like, "Well, what, what are these guys going to do? Yeah, what's going to happen? I'm not going to promise them ice cream and right. the show. Like, <laughs> the cowardly uh, line, not to do here. I want some courage. And by the way, everyone's getting ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Psych. <laughs> it's it's updated with the times yeah, yeah. every year. Like one year, it's not not exactly kind of interchangeable. Oh my god! Um, but, but so so that mean, uh, but, but but back to your parents. Yeah. Uh, when you're that's that's nuts to hear nowadays because now you hear things like oh someone's moving uh, two towns over or they have a different cell phone plan. So obviously this relationship's not going to work out. Yep. But then like your dad goes off. To war. They get married at my grandmother's house, and he goes off to war for yeah. three years. And my mama moves in and lives with my grandmother. Three and they years. make quilts and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, would you come back? Do you even know what brand of toothpaste you use? I mean, no. you don't know anything. Uh-uh. Can you imagine? And, you're you're a newlywed, right? And then your right. husband, wife, whatever, just says, "All right." But he was he was later. he was just so in love with her mm-hmm. and he it was a love story for they they were married 62 years just uh, a few months short of 60 years 
And it was a love story the whole time. And they died within six months of each other. Well, yeah, because when one goes, the heart heart breaks. No, it's actually malpractice. But other than that, that too. (laughs) Here I am trying to make it a romantic moment. I'm trying to make it like a Right, right, right. I screwed that up. but, um, (laughs) But no, they were... Well, it's just something that uh, is to be encouraged and uh, uh, that people of our generation and certainly younger uh, should definitely look at and be like, wow. We're, you know, we're we're on we're on dates while we're on Tinder, looking for the next date, whatever. When these people are out there, like three years away, and then come back so in love, so uh, so dedicated. You know, I never, to each other. Re- yeah, I never really talked to her about uh, getting, you know, used to it again. But mm-hmm. she wasn't alone. I mean, yeah. you know, people went away, and then there was all the there. There was a movie made about how the guys were coming back from war, and there's quite an adjustment. And um, mm-hmm. what did so, you I wasn't like, born was? till forty nine. So he must have been back for about four four years. I bet. I mm-hmm. guess before I was born. And then you were a tennis star. Oh yeah. Yep. Doubles, <laughs> tennis star. State champ four years. Whoa! Wow! Doubles, doubles, in doubles. doubles. And now yeah. this is yeah. in. Then this is in, in Oklahoma. Ada, Oklahoma. Yes, well, sir. I mean, now not- and if you go down to the reservoir courts, okay, in Ada, Oklahoma, still by the yep. Olade brick plant and by the Coca Cola plant. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, there is um, down Mississippi. Yeah, down Mississippi. Uh, anyway, that's where you go uh, out of town, south, and there are the reservoir courts. Those are some of the tennis courts we used to play on when mm-hmm. uh, when we were on the team. Um, there are uh, placards still about us winning really? uh, state championship and whatever, and Puddin' Brown is up there still. For real? Well, last time I checked and last time somebody saw it was a couple of years ago. That's incredible. Yeah, the, and, and the legend of Puddin' Brown grows. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was, I was um, okay, so here's a big deal. Here's the big deal. Like, the girl was, like, big deal on campus and, um, you know, Who didn't go on to fame and fortune. Okay. But uh, I was Miss Cougar. Miss Cougar? Yes. Wait. Wait. Oh, wait. For the, at Ada High School. So when you were like And I was cheerleader. You were, you I was cheerleader in junior high. <laughs> I was cheerleader in junior high and in high school. Miss Cougar means oh wait, that means Miss Cougar in high school was like Oh, that's your the mascot. Queen the of the, yeah, yeah, they we were, were like, the Ada Cougars. Years, you're gonna be looking at nineteen year old boys and it wasn't that. Well, cause Oh no. Yeah. Cougar oh, means cougar something completely different. Got am I behind nowadays. the times? You know what cougar okay. is a reference to, right? You know they call women oh. in their like forties who like date guys in their twenties cougars. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. That, I'm glad that she said for for your own sanity, Adam. I'm yeah. glad that she said yuck and not. Oh yeah, I did that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, great. no, no. My my uh, my deal when I was going out is that you ask a person one question: Where were you when Kennedy was shot? And if they are saying if they don't know who that is. Uh-huh. Or if they don't, this is a way back reference. Sure. You know, if they were very young, then they don't know. 
Oh, okay, so then that so then that's that your was, that standard. So you're Miss Cougar, and then oh yeah, and I was Miss that and Miss and yeah, I was. But it was girls are just uh, wicked to each other, and they're still wicked to each other. And so I'd have friends here, and I've had friend there, and then this one would talk about me, and and uh, and I was a real goody two shoes in high school. Okay. And, uh, and good. I like that. So yeah, Adam's like, thank God for that. I can yeah. sleep easy. <laughs> but I had a, I had a, a really nice boyfriend, and uh, when I went away to uh, college, but he wasn't uh, Jewish, so I told him that I couldn't marry him. And then I married your father, yep. who wasn't who Jewish, Jewish, who then really ticked off the other guy who said that I couldn't. Oh, and he told yeah. me years later. Oh, funny? wow. Isn't that funny? Wait, who told you years later? The, the old boyfriend. He was like, oh, you didn't marry me, but you married Yeah, somebody else. Yeah. Well, another but, non-Jew. But, <laughs> yeah, but he was a doctor. Yeah. Ah, well, I mean, <laughs> as a Jew, you could at least appreciate that. Yeah. You, a- walk, you walk in and go like, okay, mom, dad, not Jewish, but doctor. Well, that kind of makes him half Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. so you're fine. He knows of a Weinstein. Yeah, exactly. So he you're fine. Yeah. 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 If you're a doctor or a lawyer, middle, you're part Jewish. His middle name was Ira. Yeah. My dad's middle name is Ira. So well, we, that's we the most Jewish name Lance in the world. Ira Ray. That sounds... Ira Ray? Ira Ray. Isn't Ira a Jewish name? I think there's an Ira Well, that's Goldstein what we thought. That's why the sorority Weisenbaum. invited him to come to some some mixer. Yeah. Because we were looking to invite all these guys, and they found him. His middle name was Ira. But he was a love him and leave him guy. Uh-oh. He... Dad was. He, oh, yeah. He was yeah. a player. Well, <laughs> well, we know how that unfolded. Yeah. yeah. But... but um, but we clicked for a number yeah. of years, um, and then we didn't. Yeah. Well, and then and then and then I want to ask you about and that. And then George, and then God sent me George. Yeah. Mm. And then and then George is your husband now, right? Who just came in the door in with for roses for me for Shabbat? Did he? And really? they're sitting on the cabinet right Whoa. in there. Whoa! This is all right, guys. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. Yeah. Take a lesson from George. And yeah. you know, I mean He brings me flowers every Friday. Oh my even God. if you're not Jewish, bring flowers for Shabbat. <laughs> Just yeah. walk in yeah. when the girl's like, Why are you bring me flowers? You know, Shabbat. 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 Why not? Yeah. He's a he's a he's a romantic. Now yeah. and so but I, yeah, go ahead. What uh now I don't want to go into details of the divorce obviously, but then being a single mom, right? Cause you cause yeah. like how how is that being a single mom? Because you had how many children at the time? Two. Two, two kids. He was great support. Mm-hmm. He was always looking out for me. Good. That's why if he's nudging you and telling you what to do and this and that, he's turned into a mini-me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I yeah. Like male, but I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a Jewish woman. Yeah, right. Secretly a Jewish woman. But no, uh, but you were... He'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. So you're... Nice. But, so when you had two kids and a single mom and, and two or three It jobs. was tough. And, yeah. And um, I worked a variety of different um, uh, places, but... Um, um, Tell some of the jobs you worked at. Um, like well, council house, being the activities uh, yeah, coordinator for the old folks. Right, home. right. And that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was the first one I got. And uh, did a little bit of social work and a little, little uh, activities. And it was, uh, was with an independent living facility where a large... 
part of the people living there. About half of them were Jewish. Some of them Holocaust mm-hmm. survivors. Wow. And uh, we, and you would say I did all sorts of things. We went to plays and ballets. We had uh, opera appreciation. We had um, no we set nights. up intergenerational activities with the inner city school that was across the street hmm. and put the elders with these uh, disadvantaged kids and they told them stories their stories and uh, coming over from the old country and it, it was very you don't see cool. see hear about jobs like that a lot or and, knowing that that's because... And then people, I brought the high school choirs to sing. And How old were... Like, what was the mean age of a lot of these people that were at the facility? Uh, 80, probably. Yeah, so, wow. so you're... How, because... Well, I think and they were cool. You and say they're the, the ones that told me they wouldn't call me Puddin'. They wouldn't call you Puddin'? No, they just were not comfortable with saying that. Wow. Okay. And so I became Carolyn. But wouldn't you say a large portion of the country looks at people in their 80s and goes, you had a good run. Like, we don't need to worry about setting you up with activities anymore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that was a pretty amazing thing that you were doing mm-hmm. to put them. And, and you can't do that to me. Because, guess, because <laughs> I mean, Just remember what you're saying. Right. When I get to be 80, Adam, remember? Adam, when I get to be 80? Yeah. 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 I want to yeah. slide down that no. slide, and if stuff no. comes out, it's coming out. It's coming out. I can't stop uh, it. No, happening. no, I, I just want to tell you, I may look like hell and not see well <laughs> and not hear much, but inside, yeah. I'm still the mama. Yeah. She's still the mama. Well, she still people, wants to have a good time. These people appreciate the activities? Like, were they oh, yeah. Like, they were very cool. Do you think you brought more life out of them because they got to go out and be like, oh, you're treating me like a person, not just like some old piece of body? Well, I, you know what? I, I learned as much from them. It was a real blessing for me to, yeah. to be with um, these interesting people and the lives that they'd led. Yeah, the last, uh, the last five years of uh, my grandma's life from 95 to 99, uh, she, she was in an excellent facility where she actually learned how to play Wii. She'd be doing wee bowling. Excellent. Like and, Excellent. And, and and here I am, like going, oh my, you know, my grandma's past her time and whatever. Then she would, you know, call me up and say, oh, we're over here playing wee bowling. I got a one ninety two. I'm like, what? Which is <laughs> grandma? Way you to go. It. Way to go, grandma. <laughs> yeah. On the birthday of Geraldine, who's one hundred and ninety two today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and, and that and that provides an invaluable service. So yeah. uh, I'm 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 very thankful to hear that people are still doing that. Now, are, are there times as a single mom where you're just like you, you want to throw throw everything up in the air and quit and just be like, oh, this is no, too much? no. My children were a blessing because that kept me kept me sane, mm-hmm. um, and also I was going out. Well, there you go. Yep. I was having a really okay, good time. And let's go ahead and shift gears. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm coming by the podcast, mom. And, well, uh, I was gonna say, like, uh, I, I know that, <laughs> I know that when my sister was dating, I would try to sabotage all of her dates. Now you're speaking, speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. would hate every yeah. guy well, that well, tried to take my sister out. Yeah, and, and and there was only one guy that was that I halfway, de- but then would fight. Tell him what happened when I finally uh, met George and uh, well, I'd went like to out tell with about George the two that I sabotaged. Oh, oh, okay. I know that, and because I, I want to hear from the other end, because I know what okay. I did. Sure. Oh, oh okay. Kid, I know it was a kid. The impact of my words and my actions. Okay. But there was a guy she dated who blew glass. Oh okay. yeah, and glass I got a, and I got some great. Glass. Glass. I was gonna say, who's glass? Craig glass. <laughs> oh, Craig glass. He was a comedian. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, no, he blew glass like blue tall glass. <laughs> That's amazing. No glass like blown like right pieces of nice blown glass, mm-hmm. and and I didn't like him. 
and mm-hmm. uh, not because of you know his moral standards or what he stood for, but um, that he was uh, dating my mom, and I didn't know and your mom. Yeah, and, uh, and so we were having dinner, and I just started banging a fork on a table. I don't know if you remember this in the Turtle Rock house. I just started oh. banging the fork, just banging it mm-hmm. consistently and loud and obnoxiously. Yep. And he just goes, "Hey, could you stop that?" And I go, "Stop what?" <laughs> And he goes, and he just looked at me and was like, oh, are we going to do this, kid? And I just kept banging it, and I was like, louder and louder. Yeah. And finally, he snapped on me, and then you snapped at him for snapping at me, and in my head, I was like, jackpot. <laughs> wow. And then, that, and, then, and then that shortly, I don't know if it ended like the next day, but like not too much. And then another guy, brought, uh, uh, the first time I saw, I don't think I had it. It was the first time I had seen you like kiss somebody that wasn't dad, and so that was like mm. that's, as a kid, that's the craziest that's thing like, you can imagine. I know. And so I remember. Don't tell at, me this is with that big guy. What his was name his was Dennis? Name? De- oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he brought me to a Mariner game, and it was mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan's last game ever, and I saw him pitch. Okay, hey, Dennis, if you're listening, I'll never forget that. But, Good job, Dennis. You know, man, I could have watched that shit on TV. So you're not that cool. <laughs> uh, but but uh, no, but so he, um, so he. Uh, and so, and I remember yelling every obscenity I knew out the window. Sure. And I remember I had, I was eating a pop tart. I'll never forget it. Well, and at, I'm out the window. I mean, if you're under the age of 17, I'm just assuming that you're eating a pop tart <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in every story you tell. I even came to your bar mitzvah. Several of my old guy, guys that I'd gone out with came to your bar mitzvah party. Yeah, it was like and a who's who yeah, yeah. of old boyfriends. <laughs> like and the, they helped pull the chair up with Adam on it. And it was look around, filled with old like boyfriends. And this guy. Oh, it's like a nightmare. It was like the go- it was like the, yeah. some weird ghost of Christmas past, some, like, yeah. ca- some cast reunion of of, of of the Bachelor. And you're looking down like, why are these guys here? Yeah. Hey, why yeah. do they all have roses? Yeah. And why 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 are they all giving them to my mom? This is horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I look out the window and remember. I don't know if you remember this, but I basically I just yelled out every curse word I knew. So I yelled out. I said, "Stop kissing my mom, you you boner." You boner <laughs> penis bitch tits or something? I just said, like, you boner penis tits bitch. Yeah. And I remember him looking up at me with a face that was like, did your son, while eating a Pop-Tart, just call me a boner penis tits bitch? And I'm just staring at him. Oh, man. And then, you know, that... Uh, well, but I will have to comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody that you sabotage... <laughs> needed to be sabotaged. Yeah, there you go. You done, you done good, Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to thank you okay. for that. But when it got to George, yeah. when mm-hmm. I met George, oh, I, I remember, Adam, you took me aside and you said... Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this. Don't screw this up. Wow. You know why? Because I he was so nice and mm-hmm. so sweet, and 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 I saw how just how and happy. he just arranged my Shabbat flowers in a vase. I, what I saw, I saw how happy. <laughs> he did. You know what it was? Is you see how happy like because there's a time like when you know uh, being a single mom and, and dating, and then there's a time where you weren't dating, and it was like there were times when I wouldn't even go out in high school because it was like I didn't want her to be home by herself. So after mm-hmm. a while, you shift from Are you being kidding. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There were times when it was like, because you shift from being like seeing, you know, not wanting your mom to date these, um, you know, uh, glass blowers. Right. And then uh, and then going, all right, now, and then was, I'm getting ready to go to college. It's like, all right, you want your folks to be happy. Sure. And, so, and then, and then when, the timing was perfect. And then George was just so cool and sweet. And so how happy you guys were. So that's why I was like, you got to. You and he, didn't he remind you? He still reminds me of Grandpa. Oh, yeah, totally. There you go. A really good man. And he uh, good he dude. took me to a songs game, and he go and he asked if uh, 
I remember, and uh, I, I still kind of feel bad about this because his face was so. He was try, he took me to Sonic game and asked me if I if he could ask uh, my mom uh, to marry him. Wow, it's kind of pause, and I go, no, I don't think so, man. <laughs> And I go, no, I'm just kidding, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, just, and for, a, for a half a second, he's like, oh, wait, what? No, wait, what? but there's but, Sean Kemp yeah, right in front of you. I, what do I have to do? <laughs> I, brought you. I brought you Devlin Shrimp and Sam Perkins and yeah. Sean Kemp. They're right in front yeah, of you. Yeah. Really? Now you're not going to tell me yes? Um, as a parent, because uh, uh, my mom was the most supportive mom. I'm sure your mom was too. For mm-hmm. your athletics, for your plays, anything you do. Yep. Um, what was... Because I played every sport in the plays, but like you were always a nervous wreck. But my mom was notoriously known for basketball games. And I think I've mentioned oh, yeah. this on the podcast. Being and at, soccer. And soccer. And mm-hmm. when you were there when I scored the goal on my own team, right? <laughs> or were you not there for that? Um, I've conveniently forgotten that one. <laughs> <laughs> Even my own mom. Yeah, it's like, I, I have, uh, listen, but that, I would, on, I, on that day, you were not my son. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's that kid? Who's that kid? I remember screaming so loud at one of the soccer games that I literally passed out on the side. (laughs) And I'm looking over the sidelines and everyone's huddling around. I don't see my mom as one of the huddlers. And I'm like, what's happening? She loves you too much, Adam. Too much. Yeah, but you would run down. She knocked herself out because you were so shitty (laughs) when you scored on your own team. No, no. but, But whenever you were playing soccer or basketball and I kind of. Would perhaps be a little out of control. Well, that's another. You statement. would go down the sidelines. You would say, "Mom, would you quit in the middle of the game?" In the middle game? of the game, I'm running down court and I go, "Mom, shut up!" Literally in high school, right in high school. I'm a senior in high school, right? I'm I'm starting. Our team is like playing really well. We're in a playoff game, right? Yeah. Right in the playoffs, and all. And by the way. But a, but an, a great supporter, like the mm-hmm. amount, because some parents have emotional energy, and like you'd see parents get in fights, or some dads that were too sure. into it that would like no, that you know, wouldn't no. But you were just so, but people would laugh at how sometimes because they also knew the relationship that we had. Oh my god! As far as like me, every game they would knew they were waiting for a moment for <laughs> the for kid Adam. to break the fourth wall and look to the <laughs> audience and go, "Mom, shut and up!" They would just all laugh. Oh they, sure, they knew because everyone loved pudding, and so senior year at the free. Line the playoffs, yeah, and she would always say this when I was at the free throw line. I'm mm-hmm. about to shoot a free throw, yeah, and it's silent. She's trying knows, to get in the zone, trying to get in the zone. And she would yeah. just go, "Say, it, mom, you know what? You know what it was? Have fun." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Shooting a free throw. It's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. And I guess, you know, yeah, this is all fun, but. And so I literally, like, during the playoffs, then I had to turn. I slowly turned towards the sidelines. I go, Mom! Enough! And everybody, it was almost like I. It was almost like I was performing a show. Everyone in the audience laughs as if I just. Because it was just so hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, But. uh, but, Nerve wracking to watch your kid play sports, so yeah? Yeah, well, um, what was harder is watching you play football. Yeah. Because that's where you just, you know, people just chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. And then you got hurt real bad. Yeah, I got hurt. And then, uh, but Danny Zuko came to the rescue. Oh, Danny Zuko came to the rescue. I'm pretty sure that's a Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) Because between his freshman and sophomore year, and he was uh, good in acting, and he'd been in plays in his freshman year, too, and trying to balance that with football. Mm-hmm. And during the summer... trying to do it all, Brad. Yeah, yep. trying to do it all. And during the summer, the director 
said, now, you know, we're going to have to have tryouts, but we're going to do Grease, and I want you to be Danny Zuko. But if you do this, you're, you know, it's like you're not going to be able, that's the fall play, yeah, you and you're not going to be able football. to do football. And so... Um, you so had I, a hard time deciding because you did two-a-days that summer. Yeah, I did football camp. With two, yeah, two, yeah, you actually. did football camp. And the camps. coach goes, you're going to be the uh, sophomore captain and probably mm-hmm. start on the offensive line as a sophomore because the senior had gotten injured and All I right. was next in line. And so then it was... And also, you were going both ways at one point. Yeah. Wait, you were going both ways? You were kissing dudes? <laughs> yeah. I was offense... No, it, offense and defense. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't know that's yeah, what they were yeah. calling it nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. So, hey, like, hey, Brad, that's football lingo. Oh, that's... Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, I mean, hey, I, what happens in the locker room? I, that, that's that's fine. I didn't yeah. I didn't know you were going both ways, Adam. I kind of have a newfound respect for you. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> Seattle's a very progressive city. Sure. And so, uh, yeah, and then I walked in there and told the coach. I think I've told the story. And But... I basically what sold it was that i go mom what should i do and she goes you just broke it down very simply and that's i think comes from your uh therapeutic background right with doing um yeah social uh, work social work and and therapy therapy with Mm -hmm. couples and and uh and and people and and where i would uh she just goes what do you what do you want to do right now and i was like well i want to do the play she goes there you go i go if i play football i'll be doing it to please the coach Mm -hmm. and she's like well don't live your life to please other people do what you want to do and i go okay well let's, put on like, the, well, let's put on this leather jacket yeah, and be a T-bird, yeah, yeah. Mom. <laughs> he was awesome. Jacket. She literally said yeah. that she put a leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. And then he put a fist in the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those plays, yeah, but then she would, you would be there and help out with the plays, decorating the sets and painting the sets. Oh, yeah, it was a great, uh, 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 I was a grunt for the the scenic designer i painted sets and i did all sorts of stuff i did i didn't do costuming no no but let's mm-hmm. talk about My your involvement in the theater, there. uh real quick mm-hmm. um because then uh as uh life went on and you didn't have to work three jobs anymore and you could kind of uh scale back a little then george so kindly goes you always want to do theater and acting so why don't you take a stab at this so you yeah. started doing workshops and classes and plays and you've done the vagina monologues i think more than any person on this planet has done the vagina monologues. <laughs> I know. And Gladys Siegelman, The Flood, I have down. But then the they flood, also... The Flood. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, so paint this picture for, okay. for Brad, Mom. The first play she does, the vagina monologues. And mm-hmm. she goes, will you come up and see me in this play? I go, that's great, Mom. You got in a play? Yes. What play? The vagina monologues. Yep, that was my response too. Long pause, long and, pause, and, and then I'm like, "Please don't tell me you have the flood monologue." I got the flood monologue. Oh, you got to come up and see it. But well, and great. I had a couple of others. Yeah, you had like three in it. Three every time I had about three, and then uh, one time when I did it, usually the um, all right, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Say it. The cunt monologue is mm-hmm. usually a gal, you know, if you're with playing, if you're playing at home high heels yeah. and, and, and black straps <laughs> and and you know and but they uh, one time they um, uh, asked me to do it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do this. Yeah. a long mile, and I can add something to it. So George had bought me some of these Betsy Johnson high heels. Close a little closer. Uh, Betsy Johnson high heels, and because he thought they were so cute and and I guess sexy or whatever, and they were kind of print and whatever, and they're really high, like the young girls wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess he, you know, bless his heart, still thinks I can wear these oh, yeah. things. So I, he says, "Are you going to wear those?" I went, "Oh yeah, I'll wear those." <laughs> Okay, so I didn't have to do too much walking, but I walked back and forth across the stage and doing my lines, and I almost fell down. <laughs> I started teetering, 
teetering on the stage in front of the the whole audience, Mm -hmm. and I just caught myself, and I had a completely new move for the uh, uh, monologue, but I warmed (laughs) Betsy. Which, by the way, that might have been what theater was that at? Um, I think this was at the Renton Civic Theater. The Renton Civic Theater. This would have been the greatest front page in the Renton Civic News. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> vagina monologue. Oh, wait, actress fa- falls, falls into the pit. Falls into the pit during cunt monologue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, that, that would have been amazing. It's a, it's a really good, and we always gave show. our uh, money and and one really. Um, um, uh, amazing uh, honor that uh, uh, George achieved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after going to see this play for so many, so many times. Yep. We made him an honorary vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Your stepdad is an honorary vagina. I mean, and his last name is Cox, so that's like, that, well, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've tried to make my left hand an, an honorary vagina for years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just never worked out. <laughs> but so the, you so guys are such a bad influence. <laughs> the way I'm going. So the fact that George did it, I mean, hey, living the well, dream, Brian. Living the dream. Listen, we had uh, we had our uh, stagehands and uh, stage manager and uh, lighting guy all wearing uh, t-shirts that said "Pussy Wranglers" on them. Pussy Wranglers. Wow. Uh, yeah, we were we were out of control. <laughs> just a bunch of old broads, and we were doing. Um, it was. But it was fun. And I it was totally. We we raised a lot of uh, money for uh, the abused women's shelter and a lot of awareness for sons everywhere that this is possible for moms to make them that uncomfortable. Right, right. <laughs> you were incredible, yeah. you and were so it was good. it was my pleasure. No, but you know, I see where I get it from because you were great and, and you've you just gotten better too. And you you were that was the thing too. I was like, wow, she's talking about this, but I was also like, wow, she's really good. Yeah, I see where I get it from. There you go. Uh, and it's got to be a proud moment for you. It was. And what was cool too? I told you. I go. You you you've done like five or six productions, and then you'll stop doing one, and then another community theater will ask you to do one, and then you'll come back. And I was like, you're like the Brett Favre of vagina monologues. <laughs> Where you retire and then you come back. You're like, I got one more in. Me. I got one more. One more, one more. I can do one more wearing a Jets helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, well, uh, Putin. Uh, I just want to say thank you. For being the great mom that you not only were but are, uh, for raising my buddy Adam Ray the way you did, because uh, you raised an, an excellent young man that I am proud to call my friend. So I have to say thank you for putting those morals and ethics and values into him. So thank you for that. You're welcome, and the checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for doing the podcast, mom. Any any uh, any uh, hey. any last words you want to give to our? Um... Oh, I have a few more stories. <laughs> no. Many more that involve vaginas. <laughs> well, you'll have to come no, back. No, you have I... to come back on. But okay. I mean, but any any um, uh, uh, to our uh, listeners, you want to say to about um, the journey of watching uh, a comedian's life? <laughs> well, I'll just have to say that I don't know of anybody uh, that I've ever made the acquaintance acquaintance of, uh, except perhaps George, yep. that works harder than you do. I You work 24-7. And I'm sure, Brad, you, oh, yeah. you yeah. have to put in the hours, too. Mm-hmm. And you work and you work, and the life of a comedian and an actor is just the hardest thing I can't even imagine. I, maybe my daddy knew something, and I didn't know that I was up to the task. But um, I'm very proud of you and for your stick and the integrity that you 
deal with what you're doing and how hard you work. And it's really fun to watch your successes and to be along for the ride. And um, see you smother. And now yeah, I'm- see him smother his face in the boobs of an Oscar winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah if, if I if after if while putting the makeup on during the cowardly line and <laughs> pinning up my tail so that it it doesn't fall off while my child breasts were exposed <laughs> did you ever think that i would uh uh, uh have my face shoved in oscar winner cleavage at wolverine at universal studios and have my best friend and podcast partner be a dwarf did you ever think those three things whatever happened while doing the the cowardly line of course <laughs> she knew it the entire time thank you so much Thanks, for coming Mom. on thank you guys love you Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicing I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.